Okay, here's the plan. Sarah, you're going to disable the security system. I'll have to do gymnastics over the lasers first, but once I'm in, I can get the alarms and the cameras. Arizona, you'll enter the store through the back, near the mini-painting supplies. From there, you'll have a clean path to the target. They keep the solid gold dice near the counter. I'll run in, cut a hole in the display case, and scoot them into this dice bag. Then, get back to the parking lot where I'll be waiting with the getaway car. We'll all rendezvous at Taco Bell to divide the loot. Where I'll betray you and get it all for myself. What? What was that? Oh, nothing, nothing. (laughs) Great, it's a plan. This time tomorrow, we'll all be rich in dice. Or just I will be. Welcome to Not Playing to Win, a board game podcast for masterminds, hackers, and thieves. My name is Kate, and my partners in crime are Arizona. After this, I'm going legit. And Sarah. This is a stick up. We're feeling heisty today and talking about games that feature heists, or the aftermath of them. How are you doing, guys? Are you ready to steal some loot? Oh, I'm so ready. I want all the solid gold dice and all of the upgraded game components. <laughs> I want real gems for my games that have gem tokens. Yes, please. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're all going to break in somewhere and steal a bunch of gems, and that's going to be our defense. We're like, but we just needed them for splendor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want them to like go buy things with. I just want them to use in my board games for a more better, authentic gaming yeah. experience. I'm not in it for the base capitalism of it all. <laughs> I'm in it for the aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, the aesthetics. <laughs> All right, first game we're talking about today is Burgle Bros. This is a great game. It's by Tim Fowers and just, I think he just self-publishes all his games and stuff, so there's not like a game company to go with it. It's a great game about a team of thieves, like your classic heist team with a mastermind and a hacker and a gymnast and stuff like that, all breaking into a building to break into a safe, get the loot, evade the guards, get out. The box itself looks like a building with the helipad on top, since your goal is to get to the helipad, so it's really cute before you even open it. And then inside, you've got a whole bunch of tiles. These are all just different rooms. Um, And then you lay them out in a grid pattern to make the building that you're trying to rob. There's a few different difficulties that kind of help you lay it out. So the standard difficulty is you're going to make three four by four grids representing three floors of a building. Each one has a safe, so your goal is to explore all those rooms, dodge the traps and alarms, hack into the safe, get various loots, um, and then you have to find the stairs to get to to the subsequent floors and eventually to the helipad on top to get out. You must be a very wealthy thief already if you have a helicopter waiting for you. Yeah, I mean, I assume this is like an Ocean's Eleven style heist where they have all this crazy shit. Yeah, they have like all the bells and whistles. (laughs) These aren't like amateur like thieves in here these like have a couple of heists under the belt already and like they know what they're doing um it's got some really good bits um it's little wooden tokens for all the characters but they're they all have stickers so they look like the character on the character card and each character card has two options front and back for like the basic and advanced abilities and they had stickers for both so it's exciting because the minis are cute (laughs) Um, There's also some cute dice, which is how you hack safes and stuff, and a whole big giant stack of tokens to indicate where alarms have been triggered, um, where your stealth, like how stealthy you are, doors that have been unlocked, stuff like that. So it's neat. 
my one gripe is probably the one that we've always had with most games ever is that there's just not enough girls. There are nine total characters in this game and only three of them are ladies. Someone should make one that's just Ocean's 8 the game so that I can play with only ladies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd be really good. Yeah, The girls Mm -hmm. that are in here are really good though. Um... One of them is like the recon specialist, and she looks just like Lana from Archer, which is very satisfying <laughs> to me. Um, and then there's like the tech expert, who's like a kind of like Rosie the Riveter type, who I think is really cute. And then there's um, one who has a pet crow. <laughs> I remember her. She's the best. Yeah, and she gets to use the crow to distract people. So it's what's amazing. her job? <laughs> crow handler yeah <laughs> the crow like goes and assaults the guards and stuff amazing yeah. that would be my job if i'm on the heist i get to be the animal handler <laughs> the so the floors the floors are generated randomly each time you go into the into the building and start a new one um so you set up a grid of tiles and then there's some little like wooden bars that are like walls to make it harder to get around if it's hard for you to set it up randomly which i really feel like it is with those walls because you kind of see what you're doing there's mm-hmm. a website that you can go to online that will just automatically generate a layout oh, for that's you that's nice hmm. yeah that's useful yeah so we can link that on the blog but that's really helpful. What if you could make it look like an actual building that you want to, like, steal from? Like, what if you could, like, make it look oh. like the Smithsonian or something? Or, like, Fort Knox? Wouldn't that be so exciting? <laughs> I'm not planning a burglary. I'm just playing this game, officer. <laughs> it would work so well. That's <laughs> <laughs> the perfect crime. So there are some extras you can get for this game. I've seen a lot of people make, like, an actual tower. So each floor of the building you can stack up. So oh, it looks I like see. a tower. That, that looks so cool. Yeah. They're really nice. I haven't been able to get one yet just because I'm cheap, but <laughs> they're all really nice. And some of them even have like a little clip on helipad at the top for you to put your minis on to do their victory pose. You yeah. could get like a, a little electronic helicopter to fly. Oh my God. And swoop in and like that. rescue your hero. <laughs> Seems a little extra, but it like does. also I like it. I mean, the whole tower is a little extra, so I don't know why you wouldn't just like. I mean, you're right. If you're already, like, investing in a tower, you're like, well, I might as well use, like, whatever drone yeah. to come I mean, pick up my people. Yeah. I mean, how much could a little, like, toy helicopter cost to it's true. swoop your people away with? I mean, especially if you have the money to buy the tower to begin with. Yeah. And while you're at it, you can get um, real recreations of all the loot so that you can steal the loot <laughs> in real life. Maybe it would be better if you just stole the loot. Yes. Feel, it'll feel a lot better that way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good loot. Um, there's a lot of traditional loot, like gold bars. There's a fancy painting. There's some jewelry, a tiara. Um, there's also a chihuahua. <laughs> also a Persian kitty. Oh. And I feel like if their owners are storing them in a safe, then by right, you should be able to take them. And it's not even a crime. It's definitely, it's not a crime. You're just, you're liberating them. Yeah. Adopting them to a good home. Yours. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I'm going to get all the cats. (laughs) You're liberating them from one home to your home. (laughs) Yeah. So then there's a lot of tools you can use. Um, some of them are more serious. Some of them are really funny. You can get dynamite to blow a hole in the wall or donuts to distract the guards <laughs> or a lampshade to hide under. You just gain a stealth if you get the lampshade. <laughs> Sorry. We need to get rid of these cats. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, Severus got caught doing her own personal heist and had to go to cat prison. <laughs> she got caught by the guard. She didn't have a lampshade. <laughs> if she had given us a donut, we probably would have been distracted. If your cat gave us donuts, then she's elevated to number one cat in this yeah, household. Yeah, definitely. But until then, she's not. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> Um, what else do I need to talk about for this fun game? Did you talk the about expansion. the difficulty? Oh. It's fairly easy to learn. I think there's like a lot of different things to learn just because how are words formed? <laughs> just because it's always like changing, like the guard's always on the move. Yeah. So there's a lot of strategy for avoiding him, um, especially when you're playing with more players because the guard will move in between every turn and obviously you do not. So the guard is doing a lot more movement in between your moves when there's a bunch of people. So it can be hard to predict him, especially since you kind of know where he's heading, but it's only a fixed number of spaces away. So if he gets there, then you don't know when he's going to go next. And each character does have a lot of different abilities that they can do. So I feel like for people who've played a lot of games, it's pretty easy to pick up, um, but it might just take a little extra teaching with your newbie friends, but I don't think it's actually hard by any means. It's just that there's so many different options to do. Because it's one of those where you just have like a list of different actions that you can do on your turn and you get to take four. But it is really cooperative. So if your friends are friendly, then you can do real good. Not like mm-hmm. us. Yeah, and there's there's different difficulties you can do too. So it says like right in the rule book, there's the office job where it's just a two-story building. And then there's the bank job. That's the standard one with the three floors and there's a safe on each floor. And then there's the hard one, which is Fort Knox, where it's only two floors, but they're bigger. And one of them has two safes on it. But you get the good stuff in that one. Yeah, that's probably the cat and the dog. What am I going to get out of an office? (laughs) I don't know. Stapler? (laughs) Printers? I can get that at at work. Exactly. You work in an office. (laughs) But I don't have to, like, plan a heist to do it. I could just walk out with a stapler any day. Was that your confession? (laughs) No, I've never stolen office supplies. (laughs) I mean, I don't think your office has a Persian cat in it, though. If if it did, I'd be very excited. Yeah. If it did, you would have found it by now. Sometimes dogs visit our office. I've never stolen one, though. (laughs) Well, you haven't turned yet to a life of crime. Not yet. (laughs) Keep it as my safety option. So yeah, I think that's Burgle Bros in general. Um, Sometime next year, there's going to be Burgle Bros 2, which I'm really excited about. It's called The Casino Capers. (gasps) Yay! Classic Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, so it's definitely going to be a lot more like Ocean's Eleven. And it's going to be just really neat because it's going to have, you know, new rooms and new gear and stuff, which will be cool. But it also has a thing called finales, which as far as I can tell, it's going to, after you get the loot, it's going to kind of be a little bit like triggering the haunt and betrayal where like the things you've did things we've done up to that point will kind of lead towards a different ending scenario. So like maybe it, someone will betray you. Yeah. Or, Ooh. you know, like, yeah, and like there's different scenarios. Like at least one has like a getaway car. And Ooh, so that'll be really I cool like to it. see how that pans out. Does Burgle Bros have gear in it where you can like repel from the ceiling? <laughs> That's my favorite part in heist movies <laughs> in, like, is when people come movies. from the ceiling and they have to like hover over the thing. No, I actually think it doesn't. I think one of the... One of the characters has an ability where he can, like, climb up the walls and stuff, but... Spider-Man? Yeah, you you can't do your... You can't do your Mission Impossible moment. What a Man. letdown. 
And I forget, is Burl Bros four players? Because I feel like we haven't played it that much. And I feel like it's because yeah, it's four of players. course. Like like so many games that we haven't played enough, it is only up to four players. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one to four though, so you could play it solo. Ooh, I you know obviously haven't done that because I don't do that. But uh, if anyone has, let us know your experience. That seems fun. You yeah. get to control it all by yourself. Yeah, I think there's just different rules for the guards depending on player count. So like the guard will probably move a lot faster if he's going after just one person. The guard really like makes me nervous when I play Virgil Bros. My heart is like pounding. I'm like, oh my god, he's coming for me. Yeah, it's a very stressful time to get that <laughs> high stakes loot unless you have donuts. Or, mm-hmm. or a crow. <laughs> or a crow. Or you can hide in the bathroom. That's like my favorite tile. It's the laboratory and it's like a public bathroom. It has three stalls and it has three stealth tokens. So it's basically just three people can go hide. You yeah. just like pull your feet up on the toilet or yeah. just pretending yeah. that you're a normal person peeing. I guess I always pictured you just had your feet up on the toilet. Yeah. I mean, that's how I imagine. Because yeah. that's how you check bathrooms is you just like look under the stalls. Oh, no one's in here. Good to go. What if you get one of those guards that's extra like cautious and bangs the doors open? Okay, well, this guard's distracted by donuts, so yeah. I feel like... I hate in movies okay. where like they do that where the like person is banging the doors open and so they like slide on the ground underneath the stall and I'm like, oh my god, no, it's so I'd rather be caught. (laughs) But what if you were trying to save a cat? Oh, why is the cat in the bathroom? (laughs) Well, because you already stole it and now you're evading the guard. Maybe. I just don't want to touch the bathroom floor. I feel like the cat is going to be screaming bloody murder anyway and going to get me caught. Yeah, I think it might be easier to get caught once you have the cat. The cat <laughs> yeah. Too. Yeah, each each turn when you have the cat, you roll a die. And if you roll a one or a two, he moves closer to an alarm tile because he's a little noisy baby. <laughs> it's like I got to... a little Severus. Yeah. Similarly, yeah, the Chihuahua, you also roll a die, and if you roll a six, it just triggers an alarm where he is. He's Borkin. I think he's more Borkin. Borkin, yeah. (laughs) He's a little Borker. (laughs) So I know you guys probably haven't played Burgle Bros all that much since Mm -hmm. I have it here, and it's only four-player games, but do you have any favorite parts from when you have played it? I remember the time I played it, I definitely called Dibs on the Crow Lady, and I liked having her because she has a crow, and I think that that's super cool. I don't and I liked remember. the art of this game. I don't remember playing it, but my least favorite part now is that Arizona took the crow lady. <laughs> <laughs> don't even remember this happening, but I hate it. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts is when you you roll the dice to get the combination numbers for the safe. That's a thing, right? Yeah. So when yeah. you reveal when you reveal the safe, in order to start hacking it, you have to have revealed all the other tiles that are in line with it, both mm-hmm. like a horizontal line and a vertical line and they'll each have a number so you're rolling the dice to just get all those numbers and there's like a little a little safe crack token that you cover the number yeah. of each one i think i cracked the safe it. when we played it and i was very excited <laughs> my favorite part is saving your items to until the end to make a grand getaway because I feel like it happens to me like pretty frequently where you're doing okay, but then the guards are really closing in and you're hacking that last safe. So then you just like hack it and then drop a thermal bomb and just like escape <laughs> through the safe. It seems more dramatic that way too when it's like the last minute, like the guard's just about to open the door, but ha, you tricked yeah. them. I feel like I'm always like saving up my stuff so that I can be like, what if something bad happens after I've got the loot? How much worse would it be to get caught <laughs> after right. I've already touched the loot? <laughs> So we performed the heist, we all rendezvoused at our secret hideout, and now we have to split the loot. 
which <laughs> is why we're going to be playing Cash and Guns. Yay! Woo! Cash and Guns. I mean, um, pew, 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 pew. The <laughs> one we're talking about is the second edition. Um, It's from Repos Productions. Basically, that's it. We all just performed a heist. Now we're all together and we have to split this loot. What happens is you have the, the first... There's It's kind of a first player rule, but it's really the oldest player gets to be the godfather first and they get this little godfather cardboard standy desk. The godfather is the one that will do a lot of the countdowns for things. So everyone will get a foam gun. It's a black foam gun with <laughs> orange tip. So you yeah, know, it's you don't got think... the orange safety tips so that, you know, your two dimensional like fake gun isn't real. Yep. Just so you know, you know, have to have that orange tip. Um, You get five click cards, three bang cards, and you get to choose your character cardboard standee. Um, they're kind of like classic heist trope people. So there's like Luca, who's like this big burly gangster looking man. There's Pedro, Yoko, Nikita. There's a Mr. Black and there's a James who looks like James Bond kind yeah. of. So then the game is played over eight rounds and each round is played the same. You mm-hmm. fr- First you lay out the loot cards. Then the players decide what bullet to load into their gun by secretly choosing either the bang card or the click card. Uh, the godfather counts to three. And then on three, each player points their gun at someone else at the table, which is like the most fun part of this game <laughs> is choosing who you want to point at. <laughs> choosing which um, of your friends you're going to kill. <laughs> choosing which of your friends you're going to kill. Now, there's like a little bit of strategy in choosing it, but also sometimes you just do it because like you, you you're want mad to. At that person? You're mad is at that, that person happening? or like you just think it'll be fun. Yeah, I usually just choose in the heat of the moment. <laughs> yeah. So you choose the person and then the um everyone has like their guns pointing at everyone and then the godfather has like the special power that they get to tell one person to change targets. They don't say like who to change it to, but like let's say someone's pointing at them, they could be like, no, redirect your gun. So like, you know, because they're the godfather, they have some sway over other people, apparently. Then the godfather will count to three again and people can either lay down their guns or stay standing. And I've read in the books, apparently, if you stay with your gun up, you're supposed to yell bonsai. Oh, really? It. We've never done that. <laughs> never done that. But apparently you're supposed to go bonsai. Uh, so like if you have people pointing at you and you're afraid you're going to get shot, you can just lay down your gun and you won't get shot, but you also don't get to get any of the loot. Um, but if you stay standing, you are either going to get shot or not. If you get shot, then you take a wound and it's three wounds and you die. Yeah. And if you take a wound, you don't get any of the loot. Yeah. Or maybe also- someone just clicked on you and then... You don't get you don't get shot. Yeah. You lucked out, and you get to have loot. But and if, everything's great. if like three people are pointing their guns at you, and all three of them shoot, you die. You do die. <laughs> yes, it is possible. Round. Have seen it happen before. <laughs> I will say I've also played this. My favorite moment of this game. I played this with my brother and my cousins, and yeah. they're all terrible people. And at one point, I had five guns pointed at me because <laughs> they decided I was winning, or they decided they hated me. Who knows? Yeah. They're family. No one will no ever, one ever know. know. Yeah. And I just decided, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna put down my gun. <laughs> Fuck all that. I'm in this. And they all had clicks and didn't get shot. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> Real good. And also I had a bullet in my gun and I shot whoever I was pointing at. So I felt good about I that. Re- I nice. remember the, the first time you taught, you taught me how to play this game. And the first time we played, we all killed you within the first like two rounds. And yeah. then you just had to, you went and sat on the couch and sulked while we finished. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> you guys decided you hated me or well, something. Well, that was because we figured you knew how to play the game, so we should take you out. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, so the the loot that you're sharing is you have, like,
like diamonds, which at the end you'll get a bonus if you have if you're like the person that collected the most diamonds. You have paintings or like art cards, which are kind of like a set collecting. Like the more you get, the more like they're worth. Like only one is only worth like eight thousand, but then like two is worth twenty thousand dollars at the end. Um, there's like just cold hard cash you can get, and then there's also like med kits to fix like your bullet hole wounds, and then extra bullets because you only start with three bullets, so like. You can get more bullets so you can shoot more people Mm because it's fun to shoot people. Is that what I'm saying? (laughs) We do not, we do not recommend anyone commit any crimes. Crimes. (laughs) And also another thing you can get from the loot is the Godfather desk for the next round. So not only does the Godfather like get that power to like change someone, like redirect someone's gun, they also get first dip, first pick of the loot. So you go and like, a circle but the godfather gets to go first and picking loose mm-hmm. so it could be nice to be godfather because you can like you know steer one person away from shooting you but also get first pick of like the next round of loot and i also learned from reading the rules which i should have known this i always noticed that there's extra cards in the box at the end that i never touch but there's additional power cards so after you played like the game couple times you can use these power cards that give players special abilities yeah i don't remember these yeah because we've never played them i personally have yeah. had enough fun playing the base game that i've never i've played the expansions a few times too. yeah but I don't think I've ever seen these these cards that you're talking about. Yeah, so in the power cards, there's like a whole bunch of them. Some of them, like one of them's like unbreakable and it takes five wounds to kill you instead of three. And there's like the collector, which is just like worth an extra painting at the end. Um, and some of them like let you, if you pass, like if you lay down your gun, you get to take $10,000 instead of like just being out of the loot. Oh. So like, the, and like it is. We'll have to try those next time. I know. <laughs> We've only yeah. had this game for like <laughs> six years or something years and years yeah never never played with those cards (laughs) always ignored them and found out today that like oh they had kind of an interesting twist on the game that i didn't realize um so as far as diversity of characters there's so this game is a four to eight player game and so there's eight standees and three of them are females so it's not 50 50 but four four of the eight total characters are people of color which i thought was like at least nice Mm -hmm. they're not all just white people i feel like there's always a fight for certain characters on this game though like i i have to fight people to get nikita all the time see i like nikita uh farah yeah you have to fight me to get nikita i like farah a lot i know emily likes emily likes pedro (laughs) <laughs> it's her favorite and she's always like I want to be Pedro and like no one's okay Emily no one's I feel like I'm always like, fighting people for Nikita and then I'll take Yoko cool. if I can't have Nikita mm-hmm. but like I want to be the Russian <laughs> I just like Nikita she's a cool character <laughs> like the real Nikita <laughs> la femme Nikita so the bits like there's a cardboard standees and like the cards and I just I like the guns they're just like mm-hmm. foam two dimensional foam gums with the orange safety tip but I like them. They're it's fun. way better that you have the guns than if you were just like pointing with your finger. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's really fun to yeah. wield them. And-, and to take like two of them and wield them. Dual wield your guns. Dual wield your guns. <laughs> well, yeah, you can recreate like your favorite scenes from movies like in Boondock Saints. So it's like, Wyatt, fucking earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the art, I it's like a cartoon style. It's fun. The painting cards and like the loot deck have... The, like, recreated, like, I, classic scenes. Like, they're kind of like, like the Mona Lisa, but with, like, a stupid face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. they, they have, like, the woman in the clamshell one, too. I'm oh, yeah, that, sure. that's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. So it's fun. It's a fun, cute game. 
I do feel now like I'm condoning shooting your friends. Yeah. You shouldn't, shouldn't shoot your friends. Everyone thinks I'm unless the bad one, but... <laughs> unless it's in this game. Only with foam guns with orange safety tips. Uh, it's... So this game is super easy to teach people who are new to games because it's like you're just telling them like you pick a bull card and you point a gun at people. <laughs> There's nothing easier than betraying your friends. There's nothing easier than betraying your friends. <laughs> um it the box says it's 30 minutes i sort of feel like it goes a little bit longer than 30 minutes i feel like that's maybe just because we get too into (laughs) arguing with each other about stuff (laughs) trying to negotiate people to stand down (laughs) i do think that there's a lot of like why are you pointing at me like (laughs) emily's clearly has more stuff sarah has more stuff than me why are you trying to shoot me i don't understand why are you just quoting me (laughs) (laughs) For player count, I feel like I've never played with four people. It seems like that's too low, but I've definitely played with five, and that's been fine. I feel like everyone but one person would die if I played with four, right? Because yeah. you have three bullets. Each person has three bullets. I feel yeah. like I could easily I could easily kill everybody. Yeah. And you play for eight rounds. The game's always eight rounds. Yeah. So, like, I feel like you could just easily I mean, kill everyone with four people. Like, mathematically, there's just as many bullets per person when you play with eight, but I just feel like with four, it seems like it would be so easy to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's also two expansions to this game. One's called More Cash and More Guns. Mm -hmm. I've played with that. You get bigger, fancier guns. So, Or there's a tiny little gun. Yeah, like the the tiny tiny gun. gun, Or like a real big gun. And there's also Cash and Guns Team Spirit. Both of them add some new mechanics and some new cards. The best thing I think that they add is the new guns. I'm going to say I haven't really learned how to play either of the expansions that well. My favorite part was having the different sized foam guns now. Like, ooh, this is a really big foam gun now that I get to point at people. I don't think I've played this one and now I'm disappointed. I like the expansions, but I really don't get tired of the originals. So they're not like a necessity for me, you know? It's not like... I am sick of the regular one, and so I need the new stuff. It's more like, ooh, I could have a different size gun. <laughs> Maybe. I think there's some, like, different art and stuff and, like, different... Yeah. A few different kinds of loot. Yeah, there's some different loots yeah. and... In the team spirit, you can, like, negotiate with other people and you can, like, help out. Like, you can form little sub-teams of people, which seems kind of cool. But, like, I've played the game... I've played the base game a lot. We've had this game for many years, and I really like it as is. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun party game that's like different than your typical party game. Yeah, and it you know everyone it gets everyone kind of like almost up and moving because like yeah. you're wildly flailing around, <laughs> pointing at each other with your guns, and I think I like it each because other. like a lot of betrayal games kind of depend on you not knowing who the traitor is. But in this, like everyone has their own reason to be. A potential betrayer. In fact, like, there's just no sides in this one. Like, everyone is basically a betrayer. Yeah, it's every man for himself. Yeah, and I, I kind of I kind of like that as, like, a counterpoint to, like, all the other kinds of, like, lie to your friend games mm-hmm. where you, someone is secretly, like, the liar. In this one, everyone is just like, I'm in it for myself and my money. <laughs> which leads me to my favorite part of this game, which is actually a favorite your part. Is it no, your it's not shooting my friends. My favorite part of this game is actually a way to play it, which is wild card, which is oh, yeah. you shuffle your clicks and your bangs. Wild card. You shuffle your clicks and your bangs, and then you don't look at what you chose each time. So like you can still decide who you want to shoot. Like I'm going to shoot yeah. Sarah. You just don't but know. I, I don't playing know. Playing Russian roulette. I'm playing, your... I'm playing Russian roulette with your with your thing. Like yeah. am I? What's the percentage on that? No. Who taught you math? Who taught you math? Got an eight. Carry the one. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Sorry, I tried to make you do math. I know. I'm good at math. <laughs> but that's my favorite part is what is playing the wild card, and then I don't know if I clicked or banged someone. So it's just it makes it more exciting it makes to you know. Seem like a little bit of a slide. <laughs> I don't know if I banged someone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I also sometimes like to play the wild card, but my I think my favorite part of this game is um getting paintings. I like the I like to collect a beautiful spread of paintings, but I get really mad cuz people always go for the paintings. <laughs> I know that you always go for the paintings. And I always try to stop you. And I try to tell people Sarah's going for the paintings. I don't stop know her why. and take the paintings. And some why. people don't <laughs> believe me and they're like, "Yeah, no, I'm just going to take the $20,000." I'm like, "No, yeah. but that painting's worth like $60,000." No. To Sarah, it's, take it, fuck her up, and then stop telling people <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> it's funny, like, because you can go for like just plain old money or like diamonds. I never go for diamonds. I don't give a shit about diamonds. <laughs> I want the art. <laughs> I'm really bad at this game, so I am usually the one who like. You're just like, can I please have anything? <laughs> no, if I get treasure, when I get treasure, it's like, yeah, I'll take that med kit. Yeah. I got some. <laughs> Honestly, though, the, I think the best part of this game is just like when you're pointing your gun at someone and you're like you better you better lay the fuck down right now or i will shoot you or you just like you my absolute favorite part is just gesturing with the gun <laughs> and just like you know using it to like show someone that they should lower their gun makes or you like feel, do you do you feel lucky makes me feel pretty pretty guilty about the state of gun law in america but yeah i had like a little good fallen fun <laughs> i was thinking in my head like theme hmm question mark <laughs> i was like no it's fun it's fun this game's fun i like it yeah sarah I, we wouldn't have problems with gun control if the only guns that were allowed foam were tipped, uh, foam they can't just have a foam tip they have to have all foam guns. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Grifters is um, made by Indie Boards and Cards. It's part of the same universe as Coup and Resistance, if you've ever played that, which are both sort of um, secret role kind of games. Basically, that just means that they have the same art style, which is sort of space E looking realistic cool art. Yeah, I love the art in those games. They're very they're very pretty. Um, and also it has the same weird currency, which is called ISK. I don't know what ISK means or stands for. I feel like you could probably spend a good portion of time deciding <laughs> for yourself what it stands for. Like, I don't know, international solar currency with a K. Credits with a K. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it's part of the same universe, but now that I'm thinking of playing grifters, like, oh yeah, that You're money like, in oh, grifters obviously. is the same money in coup. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously. Yeah. And if Burgle Bros is about doing the heist and Cash and Guns is about splitting up the loot, then grifters is a sort of mostly about making the team. So maybe we should have put it first. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, you start with three cards, a mastermind, a thief, and a pickpocket. And each one is has its own skill type. So the mastermind is brains. The thief, I think, is speed. And the pickpocket is brawn. And so all the cards in the, in the game have one of those uh, skill types. And each card has a special action. It's usually the... 
beginning ones are usually like steal money from the coffers, which is just like the the pile in the middle, or steal money from one of the other players, or get un- get more specialist cards. Um, specialists are what your people are called. And essentially you want to build up like a bunch of cards so that you can play your cards in teams. Because when you play, you have um, a hideout and it, it's split into three nights. Um, so when you play something in the first night, you like do the thing. Um, if you play just one card, it's called a caper and you do that card's special ability. Um, and if you play more than one card, you play your cards as like a team to complete a job. And if you complete a job, you don't get to do the special text on the bottom of the cards, but you get, there's like these cards in the middle that all have different jobs on them that you can earn money and cards and get points at the end of the game for doing them. So if you play your team, you can complete a job and get more points. Um, But then you have to kind of like cycle your cards through the knights in the hideout before they can refresh back into your hand. Um, So you need to like... like That guy's like too hot. He's got to... Yeah. So like having three cards at the beginning is basically like not great because you need at least three cards to do any of the jobs. They all cost between like three and I think like five or six cards to, to complete. So you need to get like more cards and they all have special stuff on them like you start with the mastermind the thief and the pickpocket but you can also get like a wheelman an enforcer a femme fatale a hacker so there's like all like basically any sort of person that you might see in a crime movie you can you can get um a card for and they all have different abilities some of them are like get quite fancy like i don't remember exactly what most of them do but um i think there's like one that allows you to play it as a team card and then you can take it back and like get it back in your hand so you don't waste it or like you can refresh things faster so they all have different cool abilities there are five types of jobs in the middle and it depends on player count this is a four player or two to four player game um so if you play with two you get less types of jobs than you do if you play with four the jobs have four different individual jobs per type um so and they get harder as they go and you also get better loot as you go down some of them are quite interesting uh some of them are very like real bad crime and some of them are sort of silly (laughs) so like you can you can sell forged statues or like steal a painting ransom a pop singer, steal weapon blueprints, but you can also (laughs) mug holiday shoppers and frame a celebrity or execute a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) So some of them feel really silly and some of them are like very serious. And there's one where you're like stealing radioactive isotopes. So you're going to do some like major, (laughs) like bad crime. And I'm like, but, or you could just like steal from the Salvation Army bucket. (laughs) Well, if you think about it, in Back to the Future, you know, Doc hires these bad people to steal plutonium, and he was just using that to build a time machine. Like, that's not really that bad. So maybe you're stealing the radioactive isotopes for someone to build a time machine. He like, could definitely have been doing something much worse. He's, he he hired, like, a terrorist group he to did. get him. He did. He did hire a terrorist group. That's but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for bringing us back to reality with uh, Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> the topical reference. <laughs> it's not even a heist movie, Arizona. Come on. 
this game is basically just get get money and the game ends if there's no more money no more cards or all the jobs are completed i've seen it end every single way that it can which is kind of surprising because there's a big stack of cards but once i think i played with kate and kate just had like half the deck in her hand have i played this game before because i do I not feel like i'm almost sure that i played with you and you just like had half the deck in your hand and you had like infinite amounts of people that you could play to do anything great yeah. i don't even remember playing this game but i'm pretty <laughs> i'm pretty sure you won yeah so way to go yes <laughs> i was just thinking i'm pretty sure i've done poorly at this game every time I played um because I played it with you several times yeah and I'm pretty sure like I keep thinking like I'm gonna try a different strategy and I'm gonna do better and like yeah I'm just not very good at getting a team together apparently <laughs> apparently I'm better at wildly pointing guns at my friends yeah I think and the the getting the team together is yeah where I, start to I fail. think it's like sort of a balance like at the beginning you really need to like get a bunch of cards but, like, it's not super easy to get cards because most of the ways to get cards are just, like, you play one of your cards and then it's, like, you can get one more card for that card. So, like, you don't get tons of cards. I don't know how Kate managed to get so many cards. But, like... Natural talent. <laughs> you need, like, a decent amount of cards in your hand before you can start to do jobs. And then, like, even then, you need those cards back as soon as possible so that you can do another job. <laughs> in addition to, like, it being just, like, a very pretty game... Uh, this game has quite a fun first player rule, which is that the first player is the most recent person to commit a legal infraction, no matter how minor. <laughs> <laughs> which is really a fun thing to ask people if you're playing with strangers yeah. <laughs> because people get very shifty about it <laughs> and like maybe won't tell you <laughs> they're like oh no i'm not gonna be the first player <laughs> i'm like oh really <laughs> you haven't done I'm, any crimes recently I mean, come on like jaywalking like i jaywalking i jaywalked the shit today also, doing I some like parking too long at a meter oh, or something I was like, like, i've also made some questionable u-turns today oh I'm yeah not sure <laughs> i mean i like think there was that, a sign it's just questionable I think that there's uh in the state that we live in there's always gonna be a certain amount of crime that some of us do <laughs> based, <laughs> based on uh recreational activities <laughs> that people may like to partake in yeah <laughs> we're talking about weed <laughs> Thanks, thanks for clarifying, Sarah. <laughs> if that wasn't clear. <laughs> so I think almost everyone that I know has done a crime in the past, like, week at least. So, But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. It's a very fun game. The art is beautiful. I really like getting together a cool team and then being like, oh, who's in my team? Oh, it's the hacker and, like, the con man and the femme fatale. I'm thinking about, like, what they're going to do. In order to uh, ransom their pop singer or whoever. <laughs> Which pop singer is it? Do you get to choose? It just says pop singer. You can probably pick whoever you want. I always think of it like as a Whitney Houston situation with like the bodyguard, you know, the movie. That seems, uh, that seems fitting. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie and I know it is a movie. <laughs> so it seems like maybe, maybe it's something that happens in it. I don't think it is. I don't think, is anyone actually trying to get to her in the Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it either. Okay, well, <laughs> let us know if you know the plot of the bodyguard <laughs> that came out probably like twenty more twenty plus years Does ago. Does anyone try to ransom her? Because <laughs> we're not going to IMDb this, so let us know. <laughs>
All right. Um, what is your favorite part of this game, Arizona? My favorite part is trying to collect like the jobs and trying to think about like what I specifically did for the job. So like, you said yeah. like ransing a pop star. So I like to I do try to imagine what pop star it is. Yeah. Right now I'm thinking if we were playing, I would try to imagine that it's one of your BTS boys. No, oh, that's and- terrible though. <laughs> you can't really- that would be mean. Don't do that. Because <laughs> it's fun to think of like or, like, you try to think of what your Ponzi scheme is. Like, ooh, what is the Ponzi scheme that I personally am going to be pulling off like here? like Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think it's fun just to, like, try to be creative. Yeah. It doesn't affect the game at all, but to me, it adds my mind. own... It's all in my mind, and it adds my own personal level of enjoyment to it. Kate, what's your favorite Well, part? I came into this episode thinking that I'd never played this game before. <laughs> but surprise, you did. So, yeah, so apparently my favorite part is that I'm fucking great at it. Um, but, like, also just the art, because it is similar to, like, the coup mm-hmm. world, and I love that, so... Yeah, I, I have to say the art is also my favorite part. It's very pretty. Um, there's a lot, there are a lot of female characters in it. It's probably not one-to-one. It's probably like a third of the characters maybe are female, but everybody looks so cool that I kind of forgive them. (laughs) Okay, that means it's time for the Big Board of Board Games. So this is, as always, a list of all the games we've talked about, and we're ranking them, why not? based on the complexity or weight rating that people can vote on over at BoardGameGeek.com. So basically a scale from one to five of how hard is it? I think most of this is probably harder than owning cats. Yeah. (laughs) Owning cats apparently is very easy. Yeah, all the owning cats games were so easy, apparently. So stealing a cat is harder than owning a cat. Gotcha. So I guess if I start with what I think the easiest one of this is, is cash and guns. But I think I'm going to put it, um, we have campy creatures at a 1.45. And I think I'm going to put it just above campy creatures, um, but still below Takedo. I feel like, you know, just wildly trying to collect civilians is probably around the level of difficulty to like wildly accuse your friends, but it's not as hard as, you know, taking a relaxing vacation. Yeah. I think I'd put it below campy creatures, but above werewolf. Well, it actually goes down in between cat lady and here kitty what? kitty. It's so easy. I yeah, guess it it's is a very 1.26. But... 1.26. I wouldn't say it's easier than collecting cats. Well, it's it's harder than collecting cats, but easier than becoming a full-blown cat. <laughs> it's an important distinction. There's a lot of responsibility involved in becoming a full-blown cat lady. <laughs> you have to wield your firearm safely yeah. for, for Okay, that. so what grifters and uh, burgle bros are both quite a bit harder than cash and guns, I'd say. I want to put both of them. So we have Parks at 2.0 and Arboretum at 2.16. And I kind of want to put both of them in between Parks and Arboretum. Mm. So like harder than taking a vacation, but like not as hard as dealing with trees because tree stuff is hard. And I feel like I, I, heisting, it's not as hard as trees. Ooh, I feel like it might be a little bit harder than Arboretum. Maybe, maybe above Arboretum, but below photosynthesis. Right, it's going to go right in between Bosque and photosynthesis. <gasps> oh. Close. Okay. Right in the middle um, of trees. Is, wait, which game were we talking about? Burger we were talking about both of them. We are talking about so, both of yeah. them. Oh, well, Burger Bros goes there in that place that I said. 2.3. 
So it's easier than some trees and harder than some trees. <laughs> it's easier than most trees, or it's harder than most trees. But once you throw a squirrel in there, then, you know. The squirrels, the ultimate, the ultimate villains. Yes. <laughs> I bet squirrels would be great at a heist. And then Grifters is going to sneak in there between Parks and Tokaido. Oh, that low. Wow. Yeah, 1.78 for Grifters. Wow. So right in between taking vacations. Yeah, so it's... um. I think it makes sense because it's it's harder to grift someone than it is to just take a leisurely stroll, but it's uh, not quite as challenging as taking a more laborious hike. <laughs> I think that planning a heist is probably harder than taking a hike <laughs> if we're talking about real life. <laughs> but the numbers don't lie, Sarah. The numbers don't lie. Okay. Now stealing a national park—that's that would be a top. <laughs> and stealing the Declaration of Independence. The hardest oh, heist of all. What? Well, I'm done with this podcast. Let's just go watch National Treasure. <laughs> okay, yeah, and deal. Um, up next is a live stream of us watching National Treasure. Uh, so hope you're okay with that. <laughs> all right, so I guess we can just move on. Um, just really quickly so we can get back to our movie. We can end up to our wrap-up question, which was, let's say this podcast is... A classic heist crew. Which job are you going to have? I don't think I'm qualified for almost any of the jobs. Oh, except that one time we went to Ripley's, believe it or not, I aced the like laser beam. What do you, what do you call it? You know, when the laser beams are like across the hallway and you oh, have yeah. to like maneuver your way through them to get to the thing. I did so good so at you're that. You're the laser evasion expert. Yes. Does that call it the grease man? Is that what a grease man is? Ew, I don't want to be called the grease man. There's <laughs> a different part. There's Sorry, you can't call me the grease woman or the grease man or the grease anything. If that's the job, I don't want it. I feel like I could be a person that plans things. So the mastermind. Oh, you think you're the mastermind? Okay. Come on, Arizona. Obviously, I'm the mastermind here. This whole podcast was my idea, and I somehow convinced you. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But if I'm thinking of like the other roles here, like where my skills, where I do have skills, it's either going to be like planning and then having people do the things after I'm like, yeah, you go do this because I can't actually physically do this. But like I had this idea. I think other people are capable of doing it. You're not an executor. Not an executor ideas. of ideas. I can come up with ideas, but I just can't carry them out. So that's why I feel like Mastermind like mm-hmm. most closely matches mm-hmm. my love sure. skills. Okay. Well then I'll be the I'll be the getaway driver. Except that tell. it's like bike. <laughs> Yeah, so like you know in Hot Fuzz where it says that he's taken advanced driving and advanced cycling and he likes oh. to <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be like me, like on a tandem so someone can hop on the <laughs> Wow. Advanced. Techniques. I think our heist is gonna be kinda late. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I'm we gonna come up, up our skills. I'm gonna come up with it. Kate's Kate's gonna get away and you're gonna go in and take the item. Maybe for, you know, our future, maybe if we do a, a heist volume two uh, episode, by then I'll have learned how to do some uh, rappelling or whatever you call it. Wire work. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll learn a skill yeah. or two by then. I mean, I wouldn't count on it when I'm I was not a, studying skills. When I was a kid, so. I tried so hard to learn lock picking, and I never could figure it out. Oh. <laughs> or at least that's what you'll tell the cops. 
Yeah, never, I never, I never learned it. I yeah. tried so hard. So everyone should give this some deep consideration. Take your your regular game group, assign them a heist job, and let us know how you think your team would turn out. Email us at notplayingtowin at gmail.com. And then I think that wraps up the whole episode. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at notplayingtowin. Check out our blog at notplayingtowin.wordpress.com. All right, well then everybody go play a game and don't forget to go actually purchase those gold dice from the game store instead of stealing them like we might have accidentally suggested. And we will see you in a couple weeks. Let's let's hop on our tandem bicycle for three. (laughs) Get away. (laughs) There's a tandem bicycle with a trailer in the back. Let's jump in like a little kid trailer. Dips trailer. Oh, you just don't want to pedal. Yes. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)